Hey buddies, you thinking of starting your own podcast? Why not use Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and here's why. First off, it's free. Secondly, you have creation tools to record and edit right from your phone or computer. Third, Anchor distributes for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Fourth, make money with no minimum listenership. And finally, you have everything you need for a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen. Howdy-o, buddy-os. Welcome to another episode of everybody's favorite show, BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen, and joining me today is a very magical, very special guest. He's a very generous guest, too. Mr. Braden Daniels, how you doing today, buddy? Hey, I am doing so well, Nick. Thank you for having me, and thank you for Buddy Cast Land for having me here. I'm looking forward to the questions, and I I just have to say, you do so much great work for people in need. You know, you take dollars in need that people have needed, and you have a way of magically transforming them into more money for them than they can ever imagine. So. Thank you for all you do here at BuddyCast, and thank everyone who's contributed to these funds uh, to make people's lives better. Thank you. Honestly, thank you for what you do. Awesome. I love the $100 bill. I love it. That was tremendous. So I got to ask, do you sleep under that thing? or? <laughs> yes, it's big enough for a bed sheet. When it gets yeah. cold, I do. I've been known. Exactly. Now, buddy, we got to go back to the beginning. What sparked your interest in becoming a magician? Well, for me, Nick, it was really David Copperfield. Uh, mm-hmm. When I saw his specials, like a lot of people watching here today, I was astonished. And uh, wonder left the building. There was no curiosity. This wasn't like, huh, this problem solving. I was deeply astonished, which is much different than wonder. Astonishment is like you, you've witnessed something that now you don't believe what you used to believe about the world. And that's what Copperfield did for me. Uh, Mm. And then I independently studied magic and card magic from there. But the better story, I think, is how I reclaimed magic in my life, how I came back to magic as I got older. And what's that story? Tell us about that. So when I was about 35, I had put all of the magic aside. I put put the toys aside, as they say, and had a life and uh, had a job and did all of that Uh, corporate family stuff, which is great. I have a wonderful family. Uh, But there was a period of time where uh, I didn't do magic. And one of my friends who knew that I did magic from way back in the Wayback Machine met a friend of mine that was a newer friend who didn't know I did magic at the time. And my friend who knew I did magic said, hey, Brayden, you can do some magic. And my newer friend was like, he does magic? What are you talking about? What do you need? And they gave me a deck of cards. I did magic. And I'll tell you, Nick, the line that got me after I was all done with that, when my friend said, 
you're good at it, which was great for the ego, and you love it. They could tell that I loved it. And you know what, Nick? I wasn't doing it. So that was a that was a big lesson for me to reclaim what the things that I've lost my passion for and bring them back. And I think that's a great message. And it's one that I often reflect on. You know what? That story just reminds me. It's like riding up to you. Magic was like riding a bike. No matter how long it's been, you can always just get back on and snap, you know? Exactly. The muscle memory and you're kind of re-inspired and you have a whole new kind of viewpoint on what your goals are. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Copperfield, did you hear about his new book yet by chance? I did. The History of Magic, where mm-hmm. you get to see inside his wonderful uh, museum and history collection. I have heard about this. It's nice. coming soon. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's coming out maybe next week. Ooh. Yeah, I've seen that on Facebook, so I was just intrigued by that. I'm like, ooh, maybe I can get him to, to promote that book, you know? So. Hey, absolutely. He, he has a wonderful magic collection that this is really the first time a larger audience will be able to see it. So if you're watching out there and you love magic, get that on pre-order. You can order it now. Mm-hmm. Now, buddy, you said you were influenced by David Copperfield. Who else have you been influenced by or who else would you consider your teachers, for example? A great question. For me, it is without a doubt Jeff McBride. Uh, Jeff McBride was the one who I independently studied way back in the day, uh, card magic, the art of card manipulation. And if anyone's interested in magic, I highly recommend those DVDs. And I now have the pleasure, having reclaimed the magic, I now work directly with Jeff. He's a director on my show, and he helps me uh, with my magic. So he's a very important person in my life and has been the most influential magician uh, in my life, for sure. A a close second is Tobias Beckwith, who Mm. also works at uh, the McBride Magic and Mystery School. But his take on business, magic, and the wizard's way, and that's... In the classes that he's put on, those have all influenced me and and my approach to magic. Nice, nice. Now, buddy, speaking of people, you and me have some mutual buddies. For example, um, we just had Jeff McBride on the show. Few, you know, last week, we have a mutual buddy with our buddy Chris Heron and Trent Wrench. Absolutely, and Jonas Kane. Absolutely, and uh, if you're watching, come put a three in the chat. Absolutely, yes. Can you tell us how you met those characters by chance? Yeah. So I met, uh, it kind of started with uh, my mentor, Jeff McBride. That's where I first became aware of Jonas Kane. So Jonas Kane did uh, a a presentation at uh, McBride's Magic and Meaning Conference, not this year, but last year. And that's where I became familiar with Jonas's work. And I sought him out uh, to be a mentor in my life. So, uh, So the Mystery School is a very pivotal place. And with Chris Heron as Faust, our, our buddy, uh, I met him in a similar way. I met him through the mutual connection of Jeff McBride. I became aware of him. Uh, I started to talk with him. Our friendship has grown. We now do uh, a show together, uh, Thinking About Magic live stream. So if you go to Thinking About Magic live stream uh, on Facebook, you can go there. You can go to thinkingaboutmagic.com. We do a monthly live stream, live stream along with our friend Napoleon Ryan as well who I also met through the mystery school. And I met Trent uh, through one of those ways, whether it was from uh, from Chris and I being on Thinking About Magic, or maybe it was BuddyCast, but we met Trent, uh, Trent that way. So, Love it. 
absolutely love it. So now you've talked about notable, we've talked about notable people. What about notable places? What about some notable places that you've performed at? Well, I've performed in a lot of interesting places. Uh, yachts, uh, Live Nation had, um, in some of their facilities, they have a private VIP bar that only VIPs get to go through. In fact, it's a whole entrance for them. I know here in Dallas, there's one where that's their main entrance for VIPs is a red carpet entrance. And, and so you get to have an exclusive experience. And of course, being able to do magic in that environment is wonderful. But I've also uh, worked for various theaters across Texas. I do a lot of my work here in Texas. I've done a lot of stage work here in Texas, whether it's the Far Best Theater in Mansfield, the Waco Hippodrome in Waco, Texas, or the New Granbury Live Theater in Granbury, Texas. And I have a residency at the Lost Oak Winery in Burleson, and our next show is going to be in January. And there's nothing, Nick, better than wine and magic. It's really a great night. I love, hey, that's the best. You know, a drink and some magic, sign me up, man. That's all. That's awesome, man. I'm glad. And I like that experience, that VIP experience that you talked about. That sounds intriguing, you know? Yeah, very much so. I mean, I also, because the Live Nation, the VIPs go to the show, so the bar gets kind of dead during the show. So they let me go watch the shows as well. So I saw The Illusionist for free. Actually, I got paid to see The Illusionist, uh, which was an awesome experience. Ooh, tell us about that. Tell us about The Illusionist. Well, as you know, it's a great touring show. And if anyone gets the chance to go see The Illusionist in any form or fashion, uh, please do. Uh, they have a, it's basically a variety show of magic. They're going to have all sorts of different types of magicians, comedy magicians, escape artists. They're going to have, uh, uh, they're going to have some mentalism. If you're, if you're into the mind reading, they're going to have some of that. So it's really a great show. They do an amazing job and it's, I don't know how many seasons it's gone on for, but I know Jeff McBride was in one of those as well. So yep. uh, it, it, you can bet it's worth going to. As our buddy says, the only thing better than wine and magic is bourbon and magic. <laughs> well, thank you, Trent. I have to, I might, I might have to agree with that. Mm hmm. So now, buddy, I have to call my, all the magicians that come on this show. I got to ask, what's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you while performing? Well, there's a lot of funny things that happen. Uh, you know, my, you know, our spectators, our participants, they're the, they give us the most uh, interesting things. I'll tell you two stories. One was while I'm on stage in front of a hundred people, I have someone pick a card right? Classic magician thing to do, pick a card. They pick a card, they put it back in the deck, and then they proceed to drop the entire pack of cards all over the place. So I have 100 people watching. The, the trick has gone horribly wrong. Uh, but what I learned from that was to keep it in the show. Mm -hmm. Because it was entertaining. Me being in trouble in such a grave fashion was very entertaining. So now it's a regular piece that I do where I incorporate dropping the cards or having the cards dropped in my show. So that's that's one story. Another story uh, is is kind of a close call. Uh, while I was doing a touring show called The Best Show Ever, some of the band members decided that they were going to take my sketch pad uh, as, as I would use in performance and draw some really, well, let's just say juvenile cartoons 
on that. Ah. And I had let my guard down uh, and hadn't checked my things before I was to go out on stage. Well, they're all kind of watching and, and, and waiting for this catastrophe. I see them kind of come out um, from the wings and that was a unusual thing. We'll have like maybe one person come out and, and watch the show, but for all of them to be out in a line, that was a little bit, uh, that was a little bit different. But I didn't pay too much attention to it because, you know, I'm trying to read the mind of an audience member. I'm trying to get the city that they're thinking of. And while that's happening, I'm, I'm writing it down on my pad. Well, when I open it up, everything's fine. I write, I write uh, what I think I got from them down and turn it around. And it was a, su a success. Afterwards, I went back in the back and they ran up to me and like, did you see it? Did you see it? And I was like, I don't what are you guys talking about? I don't understand. Is this, who, what's this all about? We we drew cartoons on your pad. You didn't see them. They wanted to get me live on stage, uh, having a moment where I either open it up and everyone sees the cartoons or maybe I just see the cartoons. Well, uh, the joke's on them because they wrote it on the other side of my pad so that I didn't turn that side over. So I just got out of that really lucky. <laughs> nice. Nice. That reminds me of a story. Speaking of the illusionist, we had, um, oh, what's it? his first name is Jeff. We had Jeff on the show, not McBride, but there was another Hobson. Jeff Hobson. Yes. We had Hobson on the show and someone owned a um, chicken farm or something. So they brought two like chicken necks or whatever and tied it and like sewed it to his pants. So when he walked out, it kind of looked like, you know, <laughs> Kind of looked like some things were hanging out, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I can read between the lines, but that, yes. that kind of stuff happens. <laughs> you yeah. did, so that's a lesson. If you're going to be in show business, don't let your guard down. Always keep your wallet on you, on stage. Bring it uh -huh. with you. <laughs> uh -huh. And if you're ever in a magic show, empty your wallet beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yes. So... You know, obviously you've learned to adapt well with the pandemic and everything. You've started your own virtual show. How else have you adapted through these times with magic, say virtually, or just, you know, having to adapt with COVID, you know, all the COVID like lines and everything? Yeah, really great question. So for me, uh, it was a great moment for me to kind of reassess and, uh, you know, it, it's the great liminal space, you know, the space between and magicians walk between this space it's 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 a space between that's how gandalf gets to where he needs to go right so mm -hmm. there's the space between and that's kind of how i looked at uh this period of time so for me what i did was i turned my attention to corporate keynote speaking using magic as a metaphor and doing leadership coaching because in that period of time where i wasn't doing magic I was doing a lot of leadership training, doing just a lot of leadership uh, sales building. So I uh, I wanted to combine and fuse those things together into a unique program to offer uh, leaders of all types and businesses of all types. Love it. Absolutely love it. Now, buddy, do you have like anything upcoming, any upcoming shows, any upcoming like performances or classes or anything like that you can just feel free to promote right here? Well, thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. Uh, well, I've got a few things coming up. Uh, the McBride Magic and Mystery School does a Monday night show. Um, they've been doing it for years. And uh, three to four of them, depending on how many weeks are in the month, uh, are members-only shows. 
Uh, and every uh, every Monday, every first Monday, you get a uh, an open to the public show. So if you're interested in magic, go to magicalwisdom.com and become a member because you're going to get great content weekly. But to answer your question, I'm doing a show coming up with Chris Heron. Ooh. And uh, yeah, and Daniel Gastelum. And we're going to be talking about uh, thanks, Chris. I appreciate it. Uh, we're going to be talking about bizarre magic and we're going to be talking about unique approaches to bizarre magic, specifically their own. Uh, so it's an hour long show. It'd be members only, but I'm looking forward to that this coming Monday. So if you're interested in that, go to magicalwisdom.com. We're also doing a show called Thinking About Magic, where I were Chris Heron and myself, along with Napoleon Ryan, and we're going to have a special guest panelist. Uh, Tim Santiago Converse is going to be on the show on Wednesday. That's a live stream right here on Facebook. And you can go to thinkingaboutmagic.com. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate that. And we talk about topics in magic, all sorts. The one for Wednesday, we're going to be talking about what is the magician's responsibility to our audiences? You know, someone pays a ticket for your for the show for magic. What are they expecting to get? What are you going to deliver? What do you, what do you, what is your responsibility? And you know what? What isn't your responsibility? That's another thing to, to consider is what are you not going to take responsibility for in a magic show? So we do that once a month and we'll have another one coming up in November and uh, December and so on and so forth. And you can check out our page thinking about magic live stream right here on Facebook. Awesome. So I got to ask just a quick side question. How do you come up with the topics about what you're going to discuss? Well, we look at books for number one. Uh, Chris and I and Napoleon have deep conversations, and we also have conversations with many magicians out there. We'll also put it out on our Facebook as well. So if, if we're thinking about topics or we're thinking about questions, we'll pop it right out there for the audience in general to give us an idea of what these topics are going to be. But Nick, to answer your question, it was really important for Chris and I to not have topics that were kind of run-of-the-mill topics. Like, uh, if you're familiar with magic, you know the great debate, magic or mentalism, mm -hmm. which, is, which is which. We don't really care about that. <laughs> you can care about that. But the topics and the discussions that are typical kind of topics, we're, we want to go deeper. So we look for things like Eugene Berger's Magic and Meaning. Uh, his book, deep, deep conversations. In fact, he talks about bizarre magic on there. I was referencing that for uh, for the Monday show. Uh, but you know, our sources come from deep thinkers and deep philosophers, and through conversations. You know, Ralph Waldo Emerson said that conversation is the workshop of the student, and I believe that that's true. I love it. Love the saying too. So, buddy, I got three questions that I'm going to ask you before I ask you for a little performance to close out the show. Ask these to all my buddies that come on the show. I don't call them guests. I call them buddies. The first one, in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? Well, Nick, I think to be someone's buddy, you have to be their ally. And, and being an ally is really combining resource, resources and partnering with people. Uh, the word ally comes from the Latin phrase allegari, which means build together or come together. So uh, that's a real important thing. I think allyship and anything that you do and understanding the power of going at it with someone else who can help like you do for so many people here through BuddyCast. So 
that's what being a, a buddy is to me is being an ally. I think you're, you get aligned with, uh, with the folks on this show and you are their ally. So thank you for that. Exactly. The point of buddy cast to be an ally. Now, part of being a buddy is being a charitable buddy. So I got to ask if you could have our audience donate to any charity of your choice, what would you choose and why? Another great question. I would choose, uh, I have two charities that we'll talk about, but I would first choose Lottie's Fund. Uh, I donated my 40th birthday on Facebook to Lottie's Fund. And uh, through the gracious support of my friends, we were able to uh, get some money for Lottie's family to, to be able to take some of the, uh, you know, the, the hardship out of the process of, of treatment and uh, for Lottie. And I think that's a very noble thing and important thing. And, and so we, uh, we, that, that to me is, is number one, uh, Nick, it's what you do here and Lottie. So the Lottie fund. So if you can pop that in there at some point, that would be, I will add it after the show. I will definitely add it in the comments. And then the other one that I would uh, call out is join the move.com join the move.com. And when you go to that landing page, it'll talk about reimagining disability. And this is some of the great work that my friend Kevin Spencer has been doing, where he's been taking magic and magic effects and using them to rehabilitate people with all sorts of disabilities or uh, hardships. So everything from autism to uh, motor skills, uh, trauma, uh, there's a whole range of effects that Kevin does with colleges and universities and schools. Mm. He has a whole arts program about rehabilitation. You've probably heard of arts rehabilitation, mm-hmm. but if you go to jointhemove.com or magictherapy.com, magic imagine magic as therapy that's a real thing and our friend our buddy kevin spencer does that so uh so that would all i would absolutely say magictherapy.com or jointhemove.com both of which will go to uh, kevin spencer's works to learn more about it love it great answer buddy now buddy before we ask you for a performance to close out the show it's time for what we call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question uh This question is one of my favorites. For anyone out there who wants to become a magician, what advice do you have for them? Well, I would, I I have two pieces of advice. If you want to become a magician in 2021, you need to go to the McBride Magic and Mystery School. You really do. So go to magicalwisdom.com, become a member of the McBride Magic and Mystery School. It's done wonders for my career. It's done wonders for everyone's career that uh, that I know that have gone to it. So magicalwisdom.com and sign up for that. The second thing that I would say is seek out mentorship. Seek a mentor. Uh, when it comes to learning, <laughs> Chris, absolutely. Thank you, Chris. Uh, when it comes to learning anything, Uh, seek a mentor. I do a lot of leadership mentoring uh, because there's a lot of people that don't. Hey, Trent. All right. I love it. Uh, I'm not sure what you said there, but I love it. I love the space. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take them out for good mentors, you know, 
Yeah, hey, absolutely. That's uh, that's liminal space right there. I appreciate that. Travis. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, seek mentorship. Really do. You know, try to find a mentor that can help you. And uh, if you need help with that, just you know, reach out to me for sure. Love it. Absolutely. Would you ever be willing to mentor someone through magic if they ever needed it? You know. Absolutely. And in my own way, I think I do that with, uh, with some individuals. Uh, so yes, absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. And Chris is right. You are a great mentor and guide in life and magic. And that's, what, oh, thank you. Thank that's you. what a true buddy is, you know, not just someone who will take you under the wing and show you all the tricks, but just help you throughout life, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, you, you get the wisdom from the experience, uh, you know, there, we often think, Nick, we often think that we're the only ones that are going through this. But you mm -hmm. know, Nick, what you do is not different than what Jerry Lee Lewis did, right? Bam. And so you can look towards men. You can even have a mentor that you don't come in contact with, but you study, right? And they become a studied mentor. Uh, and that's a really important thing. So mentors can provide experiences to you if you're willing to listen and ask the right questions. It can save you a considerable amount of money and time bingo love it now buddy to close out the show would you mind giving us a little demonstration of your magic well i thought you'd never ask you know we were talking about wine earlier so let's see you know it's interesting nowadays that you know our coins are going away nick did you know that there's a coin shortage i did yeah but guess what there isn't a bitcoin shortage so uh, that's the new kind of coin. And uh, yeah, you can actually get these and have these. And that's making something out of nothing. But as times change, we have to transform. And indeed, just like the powerful metaphor of water to wine, we must transform. Cheers. So get a mentor and transform. Love it. Love it. Love it. Great job, buddy. Excellent episode. Thank you for being a buddy here on BuddyCast. I certainly learned a lot. You are no longer a guest. You are an official buddy. Yes. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. Yes. Stick around for a minute. We'll chat afterwards. For all, all right. my buddies out there, this is my new buddy, Brandon Daniels. Or Braden Daniels, sorry, long day. Um, by all means, feel free to look him up on all the websites that we have posted here in the comments. And for all my buddies out there, we'll catch you all next time here on everybody's favorite podcast, BuddyCast. Yeah! Well, the days are going fast, buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last, buddy, buddy, before. Yeah.